Welcome back into the program, everybody. Starting off the third half of the show, this is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Let's get back out to the phones. Duke, thanks for holding over. I know that's a long break, man, but we got to pay the bills, and uh, I wanted you to have the last word. Okay. Uh, I saw from pooping a holler a while ago. I, I get a little excited, excited sometimes. So I, you know, <laughs> me, me too. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, the thing is, the reason I use those two examples, the reason I start off with that, because to get here where I want to go, uh, in, in all of us as human beings, and we got approximately 500 churches here in the city of Montgomery, and the black and the white people are so divided. And this city, we had two Christmas parades. You know, we got kids dying all over the city. You know, and there's a white gentleman on the TV last night saying, hey, we need the other side of town to participate in these young kids that we're losing in the city of Montgomery, the young black kids. Okay? Mm-hmm. He said, by versa, it was young white kids being killed. You know, everybody be talking about it more. So, race does exist. We do see color. All of us see color. Don't come here and act like it doesn't exist. Yeah. How about that? No, I'm 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 going to agree. It does, but that doesn't mean I that mean, we should be judging on it. It doesn't mean the government should be working off of it. We should be trying to limit those it differences. Is, I, I said, I said, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, sir. Uh, no, you're good. I said, take government out of it. Look into our own hearts as yes. our personal relationship with God and how we want to treat our fellow man, whether he's black, white, green, or whatever. Hey, let me ask but, a question, Duke. And this this is ahead. this is a legitimate question. One of those questions I'm gonna get in trouble. I get it. But the the example you used of, of crime among young black males, especially, and then people say they go out and say, and I don't, you know, whoever says it. That if this was happening in the white community, there would be far more, there would be an uproar. I've seen it happen. <sighs> yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll, but where, where, Martin, where, but wait, 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 but where would that okay. uproar occur? That would make the difference, that would change? Well, uh. Be, it would be in the white community, out, right? The governor of Alabama would come out, uh, and, and talk about it more on TV. That girl that did that crazy crap in Birmingham, she came out about that one because that's, that's the most bizarre thing case I've ever heard in my life about the baby running that damn interstate. Yeah. But, uh, but the, but the but point is, yeah, if it, if it was happening, that, that community would, would lose their minds. And it's kind of like a danged if you do, danged if you don't. If, if the white community says, hey, we got to do something about all the deaths in the, among young black males... We're told, hey, mind your own business. What are you talking about? You can, that's not even real. It's not even really happening. So, uh, you know, what I'm asking for, Duke, is what what do you want? What do you want to happen? Because the black community does not seem to be overly agitated by the deaths of so many of their young men and boys. What I want to see right now is I'm gonna cut through the chase. I want to see my white brothers and sisters. Stop using excuses of for whatever reason to separate yourself from the black race or whatever race, and then blame it on Barack Obama or whomever, <laughs> saying that this country is divided. By the, um, <coughs> I'm getting a lot of tight talking here. Uh, right. This this country being divided by uh, politics, but you using that for an excuse to do things you want to do anyway. You want your kids to be 
with mostly white kids. You know, that's what I see. My no, what do you what do you say when dirt. people say no? I moved from that community because my house got broke into twice. I, I heard and the I schools heard are terrible. These, I heard all give reasons. Oh, let me clarify yeah. something and make you understand, people. When I talk yeah. about this, these things, I'm coming from the point that what I see, but right. it's in a position right now. If I had a child in the school, I'd probably take them somewhere else now because the system is so corrupt. Where you know. They don't have a special place for the kids who does all the uh, violent stuff in the school. And that's right. You know, they're in. They're in with everybody else, and everybody else's kid right, is right, at right. risk. So yep. Yep. The, 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 the decent parents that really want a good education for their kids are kind of forced to take their child somewhere else. So, what what are we left with? Okay. So You're right. I don't blame these parents for doing those things, but don't use the reason. For being that, I want my child to be with all white kids. I don't want brown, green kids. I heard all the stories. You have to, haven't you? No, I, I promise. I have never heard anyone say, and you know, I get accused of a lot of stuff, and 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 I have lived or whatever in places that get accused of all kinds of things. I've never mm-hmm. heard anyone say, "Hey, I want to go somewhere where it's all white kids." Oh yeah, never I heard, heard that. I got some personal friends of mine that talk to me about those things. That well, they may have, but you asked me if I have. Okay, okay. So, so I'm using, I'm speaking from experience, people. I don't right. make up these things. I got many, many stories. Some of you heard some already, but right. we need to have a uh, day of uh, a race conversation amongst us and talk about it, people. You got it. Thanks, Duke. Appreciate you, buddy. It's a difficult conversation to have because I mean Duke is right in that I mean we all we you can't say that you don't have certain you pass somebody on the street whatever color they are you make snap judgments about them you have thoughts about who they are what they do what what they're capable of what they're not capable of but you fight that I mean that's just being well, a part, fallen human being not all race either I used no, to no, no, I, I'm not talking I, about I, race I, you know, it happens with everything. And that's one of the things I think people forget a lot. It's the old test or whatever. Um, when I was in the legislature, I would go, I'd stop by someplace to, because um, I, I just wear junk, you know. Lori's like, you are not going to the store like that. I'm like, it's what I'm working in. I'm going to the store. I'm coming back. I got to get something. And you go somewhere, you, 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 you're dirty, your clothes look like crap, your pants, you're, you know, not the cool custom tour pants, but tour pants from actually working. And you're like, Hey, can you, wait, can you help me? Hey, man, man, wait, stop. No, nothing. Yeah. Go back in the same store two hours later with the whole legislative suit, pin. Pardon me, sir, may I help you? Yeah. Well, thank you very, very much. It is completely different. And that is just the appearance of socioeconomic difference. You know what I'm saying? One yeah. person appeared at one time I looked poor. The other time I looked like I might be professional. I'm still exactly the same poor. But you look a different way and people treat you differently. That happens. And there's a stereotype behind that. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, I mean, th- and that's not race. You can't tell me that if like the, some of the black community, if Dixie and Trixie walk by, they're not judging us. There's no doubt. I mean, and and assuming what we're all about and, you know, whether they want to be friends and hang out with us or not, Mm -hmm. 
that is just the way it is, but you don't give in to that. And what our leaders and our politicians and and really this whole CRT race movement is to base everything upon that. And that is falsy. That will never get anywhere productive. It will lead to the destruction of this country. We should always be trying to teach the better path. Mm. That we're all the same, just like the, the, the Bible verse that Amy Beth Red, we're, we're all descendants of Adam. God made us all. And we should be teaching that. Is, is all the other things part of our nature, our sin nature right. and all that, and natural? Yes. And that may be part of what we did to ourselves to hurt ourselves in this, in the dealing with race relations, is we pretended the other stuff wasn't true either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. While we were saying the right things, we were also pretending that people aren't, don't come with natural prejudices. From from right. from wherever right. we right. pretended that mm-hmm. didn't happen, and then so we're like, well, that's really a lie, and kids knew better, and so we just gotta we just have a mess, and then you get the whole response thing, like if I was somebody who was trying to get in college or my child's getting trying to get a scholarship and doesn't, and I know they've got the grades and all the community involvement and all that kind of stuff, and then you find out this is one of the schools that's doing all the DEI stuff, and you're like, wait a minute, that kid got a scholarship with that test score and didn't do anything and whatever, and my kid doesn't get anything, well. I'm probably going to have a bad attitude for a while. You know, everybody, we even bring up, you know, kids and college kids who say and do stupid stuff. What if I told a backstory that said, well, yeah, you know, that one's brother got shot at the convenience store. He has no regard. He probably is racist. But you don't know that story. You get what I'm saying? No. People have all kinds of things that happen to them to give them their, their biases, their prejudices, and, yeah. and But we've got a certain few that check the boxes, and we check the box, and we go, terrible, awful, terrible, awful, uh, burn them at the stake. But then somebody else has a prejudice that's almost the same thing and does something the same way. Well, that's different. That's just... I mean, the other day, I was in a park... <laughs> I was in, this is confession time. But I was in a parking lot, and this lady, white lady, mm-hmm. if that matters, and she was overweight, and... She was in a very beat up car mm-hmm. and she was like backing in, you know, you're driving by and she's backing out. Uh-huh. I won't even repeat what went through my head that I said about that lady. <laughs> like, I can't even say it. And it was, it so caught me off guard because that's not how I normally right. think. But but my thoughts about her were horrendous. Right. And I was so, like, it was awful what came out and what I said in my head. Because you thought, she's about to hit my car. But I caught myself. Right. That is not my heart. That is not who we're supposed to be. That is not how we're supposed to Girl, you judge. took every thought captive. I, I, I did because it was that bad. And I was like, oh, you know, right. like that is scary. The junk and the evil that will right. come out of my head. But you don't give in to that. You don't go, this one thing happened. And you don't spread that and base yes. the rest. You right. you fight against that. And we, now we're just we, saying, oh, have, it's just who we are. Yeah. We're born this way. Yeah, we have quit telling you not to do that. Right. In, because, cer- in certain situations. And as an oppressor or oppressed, you don't have any choice. You couldn't be any different. Right. That's what they're telling us. But I don't want to be that person that thought that thing about that lady because that was not nice. Right. I was like, that was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like... Teaching people to treat each other right, to, to respect them as all being created by God is what we should be driving home 
for future generations. Period. Period. Yes. It's not complicated. Right. This is not complicated. But we're teaching kids a very complicated, racially biased thing. Which is why we have to fight it with everything we do. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do that in this next mm -hmm. upcoming legislative session. Because it is wicked and it is evil. Let me ask a question. And we've got to stop it. Yeah. We, we, we don't have a choice. All these little kids who are being taught, all these little pasty white kids that are being taught that they are oppressors. And they are evil, and they are born that way. And I know the strategy is to convince them to basically, you know, prostrate themselves. Is that the word? Prostrate themselves in front mm -hmm. of the altar of mm -hmm. wokeness and, and just let whatever happen, happen. That's the goal. I don't, I don't think it works in the long run. I think eventually they create millions of people that one day something happens and they snap. And they're like, you know what? It's us against y'all. Hmm. Y'all taught me it was. And it, it looks like we're about to lose. It's on. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid they convince them that they're, they're the, the, the downtrodden mm -hmm. class in the back of that snow piercer train. Mm -hmm. And one day they go, no, not doing it. Mm -hmm. That's a bad bad thing we're doing. Hey, biologists, don't go anywhere. I definitely want to hear your rebuttal. We got to take a quick break. We will be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Dixie and Trixie are with us, the Ladies of Liberty, who also have real names. Do you remember them? Oh, let's see. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. Big Al. Big Al. <laughs> you haven't said that one in a long time. And abs. Big Al and abs. She you were never abs. big abs, were you? No, no, big abs would be good. <laughs> big abs. Big abs. Big abs. It sounds big like abs. a trucker name. Dixie Dump Truck. <laughs> Let's go out to the biologist. Welcome to the program, biologist. I've had to settle myself down. Uh, I heard y'all oh. talking earlier about going to the shooting range. I'm about to send some down range right now, trying to recite some. <laughs> that's why we. That's why we made you hold over, biologist. We wanted you to calm uh, it, it down, it, take breaths. I had. I had to calm down. I really did. I was really. All right, I'm going to keep the button off it. The, the beep, beep button. When I the sky's got word. it. I got you, man. In uh, Birmingham, yeah, over prepare yourself. You know cool. All right, so <laughs> I'm I'm half Asian, half American. I'm 6'1", 220. I'm a big guy. A big it sounds to me like you're all American. Well, I, I grew up in Alabama, and the people even say, you don't look like, you don't sound like you look. When my daughter goes to us, oh, because one of my daughters is blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and my other daughter is green-eyed, brown-haired. So, so you're one's half, half Asian-Asian Asian Asian, and then half, half Caucasian. I'm, 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 <laughs> hey, yeah, look, you, you put me out there and people go, are you Alaskan? Are you Mexican? What are you? <laughs> I'm, and I was like, hey, I'd go with the Alaskan. They look at me, I, well, I say I'm, I'm Asian. I'm half right. Asian. I'm 6'1". I'm, I'm, I'm a big guy. Right. And uh, and even my daughter said, Daddy, you're intimidated. Mm -hmm. But going back, I'm married to a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, German background woman. There you go. And my daughter, with green eyes, very smart, is dating a black guy. Okay. He's a really, really good kid. And someone mm -hmm. asked me, you know, your daughter's dating a black guy. I said, you know what? He treats my daughter great. That's all I care about. Right. Mm. And when 
you know, we're talking we're just growing up. I've lived in Alabama 51 years. In March, I'll be here 52. I was adopted in Thailand, blah, blah. But there's not the racism that Duke says that's out here. It's not. One of my closest friends and his daughter and my daughter play soccer. She's black. Mm-hmm. My daughter's white. They are best of friends. This guy mm-hmm. is one of my best of friends. My wife and we have all kind of colored friends, and it's just we laugh about stuff. Now, my aunt, or no, no, my cousin, she was a truck driver, and she was trained by a black guy. And we talked, and she, and both of them said, and the truck driver, the black truck driver, was from Alabama. They, they stopped by our house here, and they said the most racism you'll ever see is in the northern Democrat states. Mm. Because they would sit together while they were, she was training long hauling, and people up north, the Democrats, did not like it to see a black, and they weren't dating. They were just, you know, he was the uh, the instructor. Right. So she said, Dana, it's you come south, and people see a black man or a black woman with a white man, no one cares. It's right. normal to us. Right. He said, up in Pennsylvania, New York, the the very heavily Democrat areas, they will look at you bad. Even though, just because you see two people of opposite races, they don't understand. So, here, here's a prime example. So, I'm taking my daughter to Atlanta for a soccer tournament. It's 6 a.m. We're at the Georgia line. You know, we got up early. And a lady followed my daughter, my blonde-haired, blue-eyed daughter, which... I made A in genetics. It's a Punnett square. You got to go 32 boxes out. Okay. But <laughs> it's rough to see. If you look at me and look at, you go, how do you have a blonde hair, blue eyed daughter? I said, yeah, you got to go 32 out. And there's like one in a thousand chance. <laughs> Would have two daughters that look totally opposite from each other. Right. But we're there and uh, someone, it's early in the morning. I get my daughter out, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're in the bathroom. She goes and a, and a lady followed her in. And asked her in the bathroom do you know that man right and my daughter comes out said daddy this lady just asked me do I know you and I said find them now right long story they thought either I was trafficking her or whatever and and the guy goes when I approached them they were they said I said you're racist because we can't be. We're Finnish. We're for Finland. We can't be. Racist. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> we can't be. Oh, I was mad. I called. Hey, well, you wife. could look on the bright 15. side. You could look on the bright side, though. In 2024, yeah, it may not be a terrible this, question this, to this ask somebody if they're being trafficked. Well, you'd seen us. If you'd seen us at the gas station getting gas, right. we were laughing. Your interactions. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah, yes, we, yes. It was. We, we got up at 4.30 in the morning, and we're laughing. I was like, hey, and we're... And she got out with her with her blanket on. I mean, why yep. would someone who's trafficking a kid let her let him out with a blanket? We're like, all right, well, I'll get you whatever you want at the store. Right? No, I'm with you. Kids. And well, you know those really Finnish people. <laughs> yeah, the Finnish people. I don't like any of those Finnish people anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I don't see the racism now. I hit my daughter's school, and she goes to a private school, unnamed. But the the black girls are not happy that my I, I don't know she's like one eighth Asian the rest white I guess mm-hmm. that it's, it's dating a 
very popular. All right, my, my daughter was the 11th grade attendant, and her boyfriend, I mean, I, lo- I looked at him. He's black. I was like, he's like you're blue golf. He's like, he's <laughs> laughing at me. We're talking about it. Right. And he's like, whoa. Man, this, and he says, really, I, I really like your daughter. He's a great guy. But so they're the attendants. Right. And no one, no one cares. Right. No one sees my wife and I. As and if you saw my wife and I look, we look a lot different. But what Duke was saying about the racism in Montgomery, I don't, I don't see it because I've lived in this town. Besides the ta- the short stint I spent at Auburn or Wetumpka, saw the, I, I don't see the racism that he says is here. Unless in your mind, if you want to see racism in your mind, you can find it. But if you just put your eyes out there, I don't see it out there. Good That's point. my we opinion. Tend, we tend to find what we seek. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're, you're and sometimes exactly we right can't see so. when things change. Hey, biologist, we I'm appreciate gonna, you, buddy. That's really good. Luke. Hey, there's nothing better than those uh, those travel ball events when it's dad and daughter, though. We'll be back. We are back, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. We got, uh, let's see where we got. Who do we have all up here? We got, uh, we have Clark, and then we'll have Lunchbox Bob and Mr. Pink after that. Let's go out to Clark. Clark, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, Scott. Hi, ladies of Liberty. Good morning. Did Scott share the link I sent with the theme music for Pixie Dixie with y'all yesterday? No, uh, he doesn't share anything, Clark. I'm going to tell you why he did not share that. Why? Because he did not want y'all to start calling him Mr. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jinx. Why what not? is Pixie? Who are Pixie and Dixie? That used to be a cartoon, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was. Pixie, Dixie, and Jinx is where that came from. Weren't they like two funny cats? No, there they were, were mice. mice. And then the cow they were mice. Mr. Jinx was the cat. Mr. Oh, Jinx catchphrase was, I'll, I hate those Mises to pieces. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I remember that. that. Okay. That should be regular theme music. Scott, during your conversation with Soldier Boy, you yes. mentioned that all of Taylor Swift's songs were about her bad choices in men, and then you commented that she endorsed Joe Biden for president. Where's our song? <laughs> well, you know, you'd think following her track record. Wait a minute, wait, hang on, Clark, Clark, you've got to, I, I, you've got to invest some money and get me a new board so I can start getting all these things on the air. So we're limited in because of the way we're synced with Birmingham, right? As to our abilities to um, just grab something and play it. Uh, well, okay, in, in a few government. minutes. I, I'm going to have to get you something from my studio okay, okay. off Sand Mountain in a few okay. minutes. Now we're talking. Now, now we're getting talking, somewhere. Yeah, we're talking about racial assaults. Let's talk about a person that was assaulted because of their color. Okay. Have you seen Larry David's assault on my mother? Wait, just sorry, let it go. Clark. There you go. There it comes. They couldn't hear that. Oh, we're the best of friends. We are the best of friends. Okay, Scott. We're just okay. in the background. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Sorry, Clark. No, it's okay. Have you seen Larry David's assault on Elmo? <laughs> no. No? Is that a no? I, I said no. On the Today Show, 
They had cut over to Al Roker. They'd had Elmo on because Elmo, nobody's not familiar with Elmo. You need to spend more time with little people because I'm going to tell you what. One two-year-old Elmo is it. And Elmo had done a post on emotional well-being and come on today's show to talk about it. Mm. Now, this did not happen in the green room. This was on camera in front of all Americans that watched the Today Show. Okay. Larry David came out while Al Roker was doing the weather, grabbed Elmo by the throat, <laughs> shook him, and then punched him in the face. What was wrong? What, what did Elmo do to him? Oh, I see him. Elmo, I'll tell you what Elmo did. I told y'all last week. The trunk derangement syndrome cramps were going to get worse and worse. <laughs> right. What color is Elmo? He's red. He's red. Now, he was talking about emotional well-being. Larry David was having severe TDS cramps. <laughs> he sees a red thing talking about emotional well-being. That's just like a MAGA hat. He could not restrain himself, and Elmo was assaulted. Mm. It's terrible Absolutely terrible. Oh Think goodness. about the little children and how they're scarred by this. Mm. I got Think you. about it. I'm okay. I'm kind of over Well, I mean, Street. Elmo was trying to get people to get vaccinated, so I don't care what kind of beating he took. Oh, I didn't know that Elmo was a vaxxer. Okay. Yeah, but, I think, I'm know, pretty sure he was. Still, though, yeah. This is going to get worse. It's going to get worse. With the inevitability of Trump to a left, the leftist, progressive, liberals... People that hate America are going to become more and more unhinged. And just a real quick PSA, if you are a progressive, consult your psychiatric caregiver about your TDS cramps. <laughs> Get help now and avoid the rush. You got it, man. Now, oh, wait, hold on. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Really? You're having the same problems we do. When you need it to My play, it won't. <laughs> Thanks, Clark. <laughs> Let's oh, go. Man. What's the order again? Who do we say? Oh, Lunchbox and then Mr. Pink. Lunchbox yeah. Bob, welcome to the program. It's the Two babes and Scott. And we started light. There was a light drizzle, a little bit of rain, something about some psychic rodents. It was general nonsense. <laughs> then we got heavy. And we got heavy fast in Alabama. And we got heavy, and I'm going to say it in a slightly wrong perspective. Let me treat you a little bit on Lunchbox Bob's story. Real quick, I know I'm keeping it light. When it's really hot on the other side of that bulkhead, and it's nothing but a thousand miles of salt water in every direction, you don't care what color, who's is everyone is wearing tan and yellow an SCBA breathing the same compressed air and doing everything we can to put that hot out if we focus on the things that divide us we'll always be divided if we focus on the things that have hurt us we'll never embrace the humility to give our children the things that can unite us now where did I get that little line? I picked it up over at Nikki's West in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> yes, indeed. I was in line over there one afternoon, 
and I got myself some good oxtail stew over rice with a side of greens. The young lady behind the counter, 85-year-old black woman, my goodness, she was pretty. She said she had to take a picture. I was the only white boy she'd ever seen order oxtail over rice. But it was good. I like it. I've liked it since the Navy days, and I like it today. I got to my seat. I added a little bit of salt and hot sauce. And I'm reminded today that a black man is seven times more likely to die from heart disease than he is from violence. That's right. One out of five, heart disease. You know what the number one killer of white men is, Scott? Heart disease. One out of five. Now, if we paid more attention to the things that unite us, maybe we'd be a little better off. Maybe we'd give our kids a little better future. But if everyone wants to keep deciding whether it's better to be in the frying pan or the fire, then the demons will just keep laughing at us while we're jumping between the two. So, let's tie this up. Where are we most united? Because on Sunday morning in Alabama, we're really pretty divided. But if you want to see the most culturally expressive place in the world, all colors, all creeds, all types, wait for the Pope to die. And look at St. Peter's Square. You'll see them all. And they're all united. That's something to think about while you're sipping that black coffee. Strong, black, and slightly bitter. Thank you, Lunchbox. Hey, let's try to get to Mr. Pink. We may have to carry him over. I apologize. I know he's been very patient. Mr. Pink, welcome to the show. Hey, how you guys doing? Scott? Trixie Dixie? Hey. We're doing, doing well, buddy. <laughs> Um, I'm here for the reparations, man. <laughs> no, for real, man. Like, I mean, we keep talking about this race stuff. I think I need to get paid, man, like Eugene Carroll or whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, you think I, she would share some of that with us. Uh, she'll share it with somebody else, you know, but uh, she ain't going to share it with you. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, man, this race stuff, man, it's, I love it, man. I love it. Because uh, it's, it's just so, it's so silly. Hey, let me carry you over, Mr. Pink. I know, I know you've waited, buddy, but I want to hear what you have to say. we got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program. Lots of stuff to do on this Friday. What, 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 was, the, what was it called? Faux. We started out with Femme Fatale Friday or Follow-Up Friday. Then it ended up full, full, Fricks Cannon. I'll find it. Yes, but we got a lot of stuff to do. Go back to Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink, welcome back. Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, I have some thoughts about uh, Black History Month. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm, I agree with uh, the clip of uh, Morgan Freeman. You guys have played with Morgan Freeman. Uh, a lot of black people, we don't want that. Just like we didn't ask for uh, Black Lives Matter. You know, it's a lot mm-hmm. of... I don't think a lot of white people have problems with black people. I think y'all can have problems with white people pushing stuff that we never asked for. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Hey, we we could all agree on that, Mr. Pink. You know, when we said, when, when Mayor Woodfin was talking, he said those people, and I said that, yeah, those people are liberal white folks. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, you know. Because they're the ones that are always making up this stuff and, and having a parade for themselves and patting themselves on the back and saying, oh, I'm, I'm such a good person, as they go back to their lily-white enclave and, and don't have any interaction with anybody with any melanin in their skin, and they just sit around and tell us what all we're supposed to do, and we get along fine when they leave us alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, when they leave us alone. Um, I think uh, we need to give the month of February to, 
to the Hispanic. Because uh, from what I've seen of since uh, slavery, the black population has been like 13, 12, 13, 14 percent. And um, now I believe Hispanics are 20 percent of the population. So I think uh, they need to take it. <laughs> they need to give it. You're giving it away. Trading it off. Thank you, Mr. Pink. That's All good. Right. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Say, hey, we'll give it to them. I buy. like Mr. Y'all can have it. I like Mr. Pink. Uh, Papa B, welcome to the program, Papa B. No, I guess, boy, what a topic y'all have sauntered into here. I'll the ladies stirred it up. I'm talking about stirred it up. I'm just, I'm just here keeping my head down. You understand. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's a place where angels spirited Fred. I know. You know? It's definitely a tough uh, topic to talk about, but you know, you gotta have, you gotta uh, get a little bit of perspective, you know, to what's going on. What you know, what happens in this, you know, uh, in our racial discussions and such. So you know, I always have to preface this by saying, I want us to all love each other and try to get along. Yes, sir. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and. It should be said because the next thing that you have to say is probably, you know, controversial, um, no matter what it is. And that's the reason we all have to dance around, you know, on our twinkle toes about the way we talk about it. No, you're right. But if we don't ever talk about it, then we're going to be in worse shape than we are now. Don't you like? Exactly. I know, Papa B. Don't you like how the fact that the folks who say we have to, you must dialogue. We must have more dialogue. They don't want us to talk about it. They just want to uh-uh. pretend that they talk about it. Exactly. So, hey, buddy, you know, yeah. can I can I let you go and get to Josh too? Yeah. Oh man, hey, I need to talk to you about this. But you know, all right. No, I, I, I know you're you're Monday. regular, Papa B, and we'll we'll catch you back on. Monday we'll for bring it sure, back up but on Monday. I want to grab oh, Josh real quick. Okay. Thanks, man. Sure. Hey, no have problem. a great weekend. Sure. I appreciate no you. You problem. made a very good point. Josh, welcome to the program. Hey, how, how we doing today, guys? Good. Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Oh, doing well. And I, I just wanted to preach for a minute. I'm a a white conservative farm boy that graduated from college and all that, but help out not help out, look out for my friends in a all-black community. Every morning I'll go run stores for them, all that before I go to work. It's it's not segregated as much as people see. Good people are good people. Once you build a relationship with folks, there shouldn't be any indiscretion with all of this. Um, I just got done talking with them. It should not be going on like this. You got it, man. Hey, that's a great point. Great point for the weekend, absolutely. Hopefully you'll get a chance to call back, and uh, and we'll get with all y'all next week. We've got 15 hours to work everybody in next week, so y'all give us a call. Be safe. Be careful out there. What else? Any last words from the ladies? Have a good weekend. She's now so I'm purpose- I'm just being quiet to be annoying and petty. <laughs> <laughs> now you ask me. If I have anything to say, we well, got look, eight seconds left. only a few seconds. That's all I can tolerate. That's a what few I seconds of Thanks, your wisdom. Scott. <laughs> See y'all.